Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research which has found how satellites can be used to map the effect that ship emissions have on cloud formation. Drifting beside western coasts of uncovered continents, metallic leviathans stretch their sunken limbs, hinge jaws spitting sulfurous seeds that linger beneath the ether, clouds condensing to float through the air with steady, rhythmic slur. Hidden from view, these artificial barrels of rain line up in formation, secreted ship tracks that sway the rising heat with convoluted patterns of tempestuous intent. Shadows forming out of sight, as overhead unblinking eyes peel back this salted shroud, a stark glimpse behind unsettled scenes. This poem is inspired by research published in Geophysical Research Letters, which has identified how satellites can be used to better monitor the emissions from ships and the effect that these emissions have on cloud formation and climate change. The emissions from ships contain many different chemicals, including sulfate aerosols, small particles of oxygen and sulfur, which act as surfaces, or seeds, on which water droplets can start to accumulate, leading to linear cloud formations, known as ship tracks. How these aerosols affect cloud formation is important because clouds can influence climate change, cooling or warming the Earth's atmosphere by either reflecting the heat from the sun or trapping the heat that is emitted from the Earth's surface. As such, these emissions and subsequent ship tracks need to be accounted for in the various models that aim to predict future climates. Ship tracks are usually found in regions with large amounts of low cloud, such as near to the western coasts of continents, and have previously been shown to have lengths of over 100 kilometers and to persist for a number of days. Previous studies have been limited to around 1,500 ship tracks made globally and around 200 co-locations between ships and their associated ship tracks. Such measurements have often been restricted to a specific season and as a result the frequency of the ship tracks has not always been possible to calculate. In this new study, researchers observed more than 17,000 ship tracks from satellite observations and matched these to the movements of individual ships using their onboard GPS, including almost 1,300 co-locations between ships and ship tracks. By connecting individual ship tracks to these GPS measurements, the researchers have shown that almost half of all ship tracks are currently undetected, masking a significant contribution to the climate impact of shipping. Furthermore, by making measurements over emission control areas, this research has been able to study the effect of new restrictions with regards to ship fuel sulphur content, or FSC. In these regions, FSC was unrestricted before 2005, limited to 1% in 2010, and 0.1% in 2015. The researchers found that in these areas, ship tracks disappeared almost completely when compared to measurements made under similar weather conditions before the restrictions were introduced. 
These findings therefore demonstrate that sulfate aerosols have the most significant impact on cloud formation, as opposed to other components of the ship exhaust, such as black carbon. This new research highlights how satellites might be used to better monitor ship emissions, and in turn, how this might be used to better enforce restrictions on the sulfur content of fuel, which will be especially important in 2020, when a global 0.5% FSC limit will be introduced. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Drifting beside western coasts of uncovered continents, metallic leviathans stretch their sunken limbs, hinged jaws spitting sulfurous seeds that linger beneath the ether, clouds condensing to float through the air with steady, rhythmic slur. Hidden from view, these artificial barrels of rain line up in formation, secreted ship tracks that sway the rising heat with convoluted patterns of tempestuous intent, shadows forming out of sight as overhead unblinking eyes peel back this salted shroud, a stark glimpse behind unsettled scenes. In this section of the podcast, I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading O Great, O North Cloud by Alan Grossman. Alan Grossman was an American poet and critic born in 1932 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He was educated at Harvard, where he was editor of the Harvard Advocate and won the Garrison Prize for Poetry and the Prize of the Academy of American Poets. His awards and honours include a Guggenheim Fellowship the Witterbeiner Prize for Poetry, given by the American Academy and Institute of Arts and Letters, and a MacArthur Fellowship. His collections of poetry include A Harlot's Hire, published in 1959, and How to Do Things with Tears, in 2001. He died in Chelsea, Massachusetts, in the United States, in 2014, at the age of 82. O Great, O North Cloud, by Alan Grossman. Friend of long-standing, the wind-shaken rose, the shingle raised up and writhen like a back-blown wing, our whole house of friendship, a vessel twenty years at sea, the sea itself graces and torn powers and beasts under it, far shores and delicate grasses great and small, risen if if summoned by a unique spasm of the moon. It is mid-afternoon of the last summer month, and the children are calling to others a long way off. The seed has taken hold, and the seedsman has returned with his long knife, his team, and his great wain. The sullen wasp is winding up its hive, all but the latest flowers are in bloom. Friend of long standing, the wind-shaken rose knocks and will not be tied. And a great cloud rises, northwards of many lights, like a dark stone upheld. O great, O north cloud, speak! Winter, it says. Winter, winter, winter.
Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.